Live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. I am the Eggman. I am the walrus. Cuckoo-ka-choo, cuckoo Oh, rest your head in my lap, baby. No, 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 no. Jeez. Let's not go there right up to that. All right, Vladimir Putin. Assassination, yes or no? Yes or no? Vladimir Putin. Vladimir. Vladimir. It's not Vladimir. Hey, Vladimir. <laughs> He's a bastard, ain't he? Oh, guy, man. Who knows? What has happened to him, man? I think he's gone. Uh, he's gone Hitler, right? I mean, isn't that what you got to say? He has gone Hitler. Oh, man. As of uh, this point, he is uh, striking so-called uh, innocent targets. I don't mean to say so-called to get anybody from Ukraine mad at me. No, I'm just kidding. It's, uh, you know, you <laughs> You know, you wonder today with the news, what's real and what's not, you know, who's fake. It's like the recent thing is the uh, young Russian soldiers were uh, put uh, on your uh, screen and telling their story that they did not know that uh, they were going to war. They were told by Vladimir, Vladimir Putin that um, we're just going to get a. A McDonald's and a you know, Coke, and it's not true, and it were lied to, and but who knows if that's I haven't seen yet where they have verified that tape. It could very well be a bunch of guys on YouTube having a good time. This day and time, you just don't know. You just don't know. You gotta go. Hey, look at that. I switched that around a little bit. Check one, two. Check one, two. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's very unprofessional to go check one, two on a radio show, right? Right? Yeah, you wonder, is you know, is Putin going to uh, face humiliation? Because that's going to be the worst thing for a guy like him. Embarrassment and humiliation. Like if they were to capture him and strip him naked and his little small chichi comes out and everybody gets to see it on national TV. Humiliation, man. Big, tough Vladimir riding on the back of a horse with his shirt off, right? And here comes Donald Trump with his shirt off. Oh, God, please no. And um, <laughs> and uh, President Joe Biden's pick for uh, Supreme Court uh, last night was the uh, State of the Union. Joe Biden's first State of the Union. Well, I'm really curious how they keep him going. How do they do that? Because he runs out of steam. You can see it. And he's just, he's reading the teleprompter. But I think it took everything they had, every trick, everything in the doctor's bag, if you know what I mean, to prop up Joe Biden for that hour and two minutes. And what was that go get him thing? Go get him at the end. You always say, God bless the United States of America and God bless our troops. You know, at the end of a, that's, Pretty uh, standard ending for a, a speech like that, big speech like that. And, uh, go get him. Go get go get Putin. I hope that's what that means. Secret code to um, every single crazy um, ultra military ex wannabe Blackwater 
uh, security force, security guard at uh, Woolco, McDonald's, goes to war. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what did that mean? And uh, Joe Biden's pick for Supreme Court, Katanji Brown Jackson. Katanji. First up, be aware of anybody named Katanji, right? Right up the bat. Sorry, I, I just am. You know, uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm, my name's Katanji. How are you? Oh, Lord. I, man, I'm checking for my wallet. I am uh, not going back to the room with her. Secret agent. A spy, something's going to poison my drink, assassination attempt. Ketanji, Ketanji Brown Jackson. It was three, and be aware of women with three names <laughs> Hillary Rodham Clinton. Yeah, man. Women with three names scare the crap out of me. I bet they have two vaginas, right? <laughs> they talk to each other. I'm a cunt. You're a bitch. Dun, 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 dun. Ketanji Brown Jackson. And uh, yeah, and the weird thing is, is that President Biden has been saying he's going to pick a black Supreme Court, a female black Supreme Court justice. And it's just kind of weird that um, he said that uh, they didn't put any, uh, and there was nobody else. It was going to be somebody black. Didn't matter if. What if he finds a white person that was more qualified or an Indian person or a Pakistani person or a Jewish person, whatever? What if he finds somebody else to represent the Supreme Court that's more qualified? But see, he didn't look. They're not looking for anyone qualified to be on the Supreme Court. They are only looking for somebody to promote and back up their agenda, left-wing agenda. That's all That's all he's doing. And Joe Biden just goes along with the flow, man. He is... Uh, he had his chance last night. He really did. I saw some of the one of the newscasters somewhere. He had his chance last night at that uh, State of the Union address to to say I made mistakes, which they, they, no president ever does that. But this guy has totally screwed up, and he doesn't even know it. That's what's really scared. He really hasn't done it. These are the things that he's been told to do. Everything that he has screwed up in the last year, the gas prices, inflation immigration, Afghanistan pullout, and now Ukraine, how he's dealing with that. You know, if there was ever a reason to go in and fight the Russians and to, if there was ever a reason for us not to be scared of a nuclear weapon, first thing I did is I posted on Facebook page. I just threw it out there. I think we should bomb the shit out of them or something like that. You know, the United States should go provide air cover. And I was just thinking off the cuff. You know, I said the United States should provide air cover to uh, Ukraine and go in there and wipe out those convoys. Ba-dam, ba-dam, ba-dam. I mean, they're all close together. They're all in a row. They're right there for the picket, man. 17 miles and something of nothing but convoy of Russian soldiers. Why in the fuck, fuck, fuck would you not go over them and blow the living smithereens? I'll tell you when we get back why. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brands 
brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. Banged to the microphone, fell over the studio, and uh, man, oh man, had to call nine one one, get resuscitated. Had two shots today. Oh my god, two shots into my hip, two nerve damaging or new nerve killing shots. I, I was supposed to have my hip replaced, but leading up to that, they have all this shit you got to do first. I'm just begging to have it replaced. Oh my God, it's so tragic. I mean, you know, it's, man, I should do a whole show just on my hip. <laughs> you know, I try not to ever do that. It's, you know, it's, I don't know. It just seems so, first off, self serving, crybabyish. My poor, my poor problems. But yeah, I had a couple of shots a couple of weeks ago. Didn't do anything. Cortisone. Crap they put in there. It's one of these things they give the football players. You know, get back in the game. And my hip is so bad, it's so destroyed. There's no cartilage left. I'm, I'm sitting there looking at the. They let me see the screen as they're sticking these two giant needles, one into my uh, inner thigh groin area, the other one a little higher up. And they're aiming those needles. You can see how long the goddamn things are. I mean, holy crap! I mean, you know. I mean, I don't know if the thing is magnified on that screen or not. You can email me at radioaddiction at mail.com. Some of my nurse friends from today. Email me and tell me, is that, I didn't ask that, is that screen magnified the size of that damn needle? <laughs> that was in my leg today, in my thigh, in my hip joint. And they go in there, and today's the test date where they, whatever they put in there, it's temporary. It was only supposed to last until about 2.30 uh, this afternoon. So I am waiting on that. In fact, I'm sitting here. It's a little bit later than that. And I'm not getting the relief that I hope for. But uh, maybe I expect too much because I have been favoring uh, this leg for so long, you know, overcompensating with the other leg that it's become so weak. Yeah, it's like, and to build that, I don't know if there's enough time to really test out the shot. So now I have to decide whether or not to do the shot or not. How much am I, They're going to call me tomorrow and ask me, so what was your pain threshold? Then we'll have a little chart that I was supposed to fill out. And uh, yeah, what the pain is and all that shit. The pain is. And they said, um, what, um, oh, one of the things on the list the nurse said was, uh, do everything you normally do today. Okay, just do everything you normally do and tomorrow. And I said, what, you mean drink beer and eat potato chips? <laughs> they laughed. They thought it was funny. I told them a couple of the really stale jokes, too. That's just me, a radio guy. And uh, so Ketanji Brown, who the hell is this chick, right? So, I, And I think the question is, um, has Vladimir Putin lost his mind? Oh, yeah. And, and the title of the show was Vladimir Putin Assassination. 
And and what I mean, yes or no, question mark. Now, I don't know what kind of attention I'm going to get with that. Vladimir Putin assassination, yes or no. I got a feeling that it's going to be overwhelmingly yes, right? I mean, uh, I think everybody wants this guy dead. I mean, he has definitely moved himself up the ladder. I mean, he was already a guy that if something happened to him, no one would care. He got the call. Vladimir slipped in the shower and got skewered by a garden rake. You know, it, it would all go, oh, yeah. who's next? Put the next clown in charge. Probably be worse. That's the only thing about these guys. You take out Vlad, and the next guy coming in is going to be some uh, uh, one of Vlad's apprentices. That is just like him and worse. You know, or you hopefully maybe you get the next generation. And it's a little mellower, a little more easier on the uh, Russian people. The poor Russian people, man. They're getting they. You know. Uh, I saw somebody say, you know, Vladimir Putin's the only one that really wants to do this. You know, nobody and nobody, none of the citizens. And, and, it, and it, it makes sense. You see all these Russian citizens in the street protesting. And they can get 20 years. A protester in Russia protesting the Ukraine invasion can get up to 20 years from the Russian police. And they're no fun. Okay. The Policio, or whatever the hell they call them in Russia. And um, so I, so the answer is overwhelmingly yes. And, and, you know, I can't believe we don't have somebody to get in there. We don't got anybody on the inside close enough to Vlad to uh, poison his cupcakes. Something. You know, put a little uh, cyanide in his vodka. Uh, how about just the old-fashioned bullet in the head? Yeah. There you go. Boom. Blow that bald, funky-looking head. And you look into his eyes, man. He's definitely got that Hitler-esque thing going, man. It's that uh, kind of a glazed-over, unfeeling, uncaring, mean, kind of like the guy most girls like. (laughs) So, uh, yes, Ketanji Brown. Do I even want to talk about her? The, the question is, okay, the question is, is like, who the hell is she? First off, Ketanji Brown Jackson. They're really uh, promoting this chick. But, man, when you go back and look at her record, man, it, it, it's not very fair. You know, I mean, she basically, you know, she's the pick that will just rubber stamp everything Biden wants to do or everything the ultra left tells Biden to do. You know, well, let's let all these criminals out of prison. That'll work. Yeah. I mean, um, it's just, you know, you're supposed to be partisan, you know. But uh, you're not. When you have all this far left special interest background, you know, it's just uh, a left-wing activist judge. Man, that's what we don't need, right? A, a left-wing activist judge. It uh, kind of evens things out, though, man. I'll tell you. Supreme Court's not going to be able to decide any goddamn thing. It's going to be so uh, torn. Then they'll just start adding Supreme Court justices to it, right? Hey, you! What do they call that? Uh, stacking the deck or something about it. They, I don't know. Congress has to vote on it or something. We'll be right back. Don't touch it. Keep your hands off of it, okay? 
November 1802, John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. Okay, all right, okay, all right, welcome back. All right, Death by Robots, right? Man, oh, man. No, let's not do that. Let's save that. Let's do, um, let's do, uh, which one was it? Oh, sperm, black sperm bank donor shortage. Yes, that caught my eye. Well, not in the eye. Um, industry experts say there's been a shortage for years of uh, black donors and their sperm. Um, and other donors of color. Oh, they have to throw that in there and keep it balanced, right? Okay. A few years after her marriage uh, broke up, Ashisha Jenkins started thinking about having a baby on her own. She used a leading sperm bank whose catalog contained hundreds of potential donors from which to choose. But when Miss Jenkins, who is black, narrowed the search down to black donors only, there were only six people out of hundreds. Only six black guys out there donating their sperm. Now, she thought that can't be right. So uh, she went and uh, she's, a, she's a software manager, this lady, Miss Jenkins. And when she realized how difficult it is to find a black sperm donor, she expanded her search, so to speak. I uh, know there were uh, other colors in the spectrum that would give me a brown child, she said, but... Uh, uh, my two daughters, ages seven and two and a half, using different donors, one with an Egyptian ancestry and the other with Indian ancestry. So now I want a black man. I added that. I don't know. <laughs> so there's been a shortage of black sperm donors and all donors of color for years now. The COVID-19 pandemic exacerbated no, not masturbated. The exasperated the problem as young professionals and university students, a major pool of current and prospective donors for sperm banks, left cities and were slow to return. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, the sperm banks have also found it more difficult during the pandemic to recruit. Well, you know, nobody wants to go and jerk off in a somewhere, you know, an uh, office. I mean, have your junk out there, just like a like a COVID antenna. <laughs> here, let me let me take this out and uh, get the wind blowing right on in here. Hey, everybody over there, uh, blow some COVID nineteen germs over here, would you please? I think blows a bad choice of words. 
So uh, Miss Jenkins said that uh, when she and uh, uh, this guy uh, McLeod got together, a biracial black woman launched their podcast. Oh, now they have this podcast. That's what the whole thing goes down to. It's uh, the sperm black sperm donor podcast. <laughs> oh man, it's called Mocha Single Mothers by Choice. No, not it's not called Black Sperm Donors. Okay, isn't it? <laughs> Mocha single mothers by choice. Oh, isn't that sweet? Man, that's that's mellowing down the name. Have a podcast. All we want is your sperm is what it comes down to. That's what the commercial needs to be. Hi, welcome to Mocha Single Mothers by Choice. Go to our GoFundMe page and deposit <laughs> black sperm. Thank you. We'll see you next week. I don't know, man. I just don't know. You wonder. So if there's that much black sperm, you think they'd be able to alter the sperm a little bit, right? I mean, maybe, you know, get in there and genetically change it, you know? Get some food coloring. <laughs> Number two, dye. And, you know, a little chocolate ice cream. Throw it in the vat. Blend it up. Put it in a syringe. I can't use a regular syringe. Hey, What is it? A turkey baster. Modified turkey baster, little Vaseline. Oh, good Lord. My baby looks like lasagna. <laughs> oh, a little too much Italian sperm in there. Kid looks like a big, giant piece of lasagna. He's skinny like spaghetti for some reason. So, um... Now, these sperm banks say they pay $70 to $150 per donation. I thought maybe they would pay by the hour. You could, that way you could you know, take your time. <laughs> Give me a whole stack of magazines. I'm going to stay in it for like three hours, lady. I, I want uh, you know my 70 to 150 bucks an hour. Let's see. Multiply that times three. Yeah, that's a good day's work. Jacking off for three hours. So you and, and you know how, you know I've never had to do that or wanted to do that. I couldn't even do it now anyway. So my sperms is dead. They've been uh, they've been killed. <laughs> they've been dead for a long time. And uh, I just kind of took a two for one deal. I had some other surgery done in that area many many years ago. And um, and when I did that, I told them to uh, give me a two for one deal. She goes, "What do you think this is? Walmart?" I said, well, you know, I can't, it doesn't ask to, you know, can't hurt to ask, right? And they actually did it. They did it. Gave me a vasectomy at the same time they did another surgery, man. I woke up and uh, uh, one thing was fixed and so was the other. And no more babies after one. Da dun, da dun. And the one I got's great. I am happy. Turned out fantastic. I love her to death. Uh, she's in her 20s now and uh, it doesn't bother me too much. <laughs> oh man so uh, yeah get yourself uh, ready there if you're black and you're one of my listeners uh, donate your sperm okay get online find that website and uh, get your magazines out go pay them a visit okay and donate some of that black sperm man we'll be right back Eggman Radio Addiction email radioaddiction at mail.com hit me up Oh, the Indian takeaway. Over-ordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taco dal 
and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, love. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. <laughs> cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. When you came in the air went out Get it, did it, did it, Imagine it's Sunday in the not-too-distant future, and uh, there's an elderly elderly woman named Sylvia is confined to bed and in pain after breaking two ribs in a fall. She's uh, being tended by a helper robot. Now, let's call this robot uh, Fabulon, just to be uh, fashionable. And the old lady, Sylvia, who's being treated by this uh, futuristic robot, she broke a couple of ribs, and asking for a dose of painkillers. So uh, the coders who built Babylon have programmed it with a set of instructions. The robot must not hurt its human. The robot must do what its humans ask it to do. The robot must not administer medication without first contacting its supervisor for permission. On most days, these rules work fine. But on this Sunday, Fabulon the robot cannot reach the supervisor because the wireless connection in Sylvia's house is down. Sylvia's voice is getting louder, and a request for pain meds becomes more insistent. You have a conflict here, says Matthias Schultz of the Human Robot Interaction Laboratory. Is there such a thing, really? There's such a thing. There's tax money probably going to this, right? A university of human-robot interaction laboratory. Well, anyways, you know, they're, they're, they're saying that these robots could kill you. Something could go wrong. They can't make a contact. They can't make an actual decision. Or what if it, the robots just decide to just beat the living snot out of you with a chair? <laughs> they just malfunction, you know, little uh, Sylvia's lying there, and the robot goes freaking crazy. And beats the living shit out of her, right? That's the only thing about a robot. I mean, no matter what, anything can malfunction. Pour a little water on its head. Oops. Splash it. Pee on it. Whatever. Unplug it. Pull the battery cable off. And ask if you can go get your pills yourself. But, uh, you know, it is a dilemma. Because on one hand, that robot, right? would be obliged to make the person pain-free because it's supposed to do what the master wants. But on the other hand, it can't make a move without the supervisor calling, talking to it. So it's like, what are you going to do, right? Hey, my email is radioaddiction at mail.com, radioaddiction at mail.com. Now, it's better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles and then the victory is yours. Eggman, over and out. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.